Hello, hello, awesome people, and welcome to Office Chat with Allison, where I will be interviewing inspiring authors and upcoming authors about their book, their brand, and their business. Today, I have with me on the line Mavis Krisha. Did I pronounce that right? Kriya. Kriya. Thank you for that. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Um, I'm so elated to be with you on today. Um, the name, nobody really gets it right, so it's, it's no uh, big deal. Uh, my name is Mavis Curry, and I currently serve as the Executive Director of R3SM, Recovery Builder Store Southeast Mississippi. It's a nonprofit that um, helps repair and rebuild communities, um, houses, and families following disasters. Um, also, I have recently started my women's ministry, We Women Ministries, LLC, to empower, uplift, and encourage women from different backgrounds by giving them resources, uh, support, um, and networks to help them grow to be their best selves. Wow. Look, I was going to say you wear a lot of hats. Listen, um, I know that you are a co-author with me on a book. What is the title of that anthology? Um, the anthology project is finally free by the wonderful visionary Don Leak, so I'm very excited to have met him um, through this project. Awesome. So what is the title of your chapter? And share with us a little bit about your chapter. Um, the title of my chapter is Ignited by Faith, Finally Free on Purpose. Um, and the scripture that I started out with for my chapter is, So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed, um, John eight thirty six. Um, and it really talks about even when you go through uh, hurtful situations in your life and circumstances, how you're able to move past those situations to really be free to take those shackles off from the pain. I think some people are walking around with, like, I, I call it like chains, um, mentally and emotionally and spiritually because they're holding on to those things from their past even some of the decisions that they may have made that were not beneficial to them and that hurt them, and they're not able to get free and move forward with their lives. So that's uh, some of the things that I touch on in my chapter about um, Ignited by Faith, uh, Finally Free on Purpose. So I want to ask you, who would you say is your target audience for your chapter? My target audience um, would be women. Um, I believe that is my ministry to minister to women, um, women from different backgrounds. Even though I'm a director and, you know, look polished on the outside, I still have had to go through some very uh, tumultuous and hard, difficult situations in my life, even as in my position, and also the women who a lot of people overlook, the women who are in the street, the women who are hurting, um, the women who are continuously making poor decisions in their lives to just let them know they can be free and they can move forward. So uh, just women from different backgrounds is my target audience. That is great. So your um, chapter title is Ignited by Faith. What is one, of, one or two of the things that you would share as far as how a person could ignite their faith? 
Um, one of the things, um, my chapter is a little bit different how it's written out. It's more in the form of a poem to myself and to between a conversation, I would say, between myself and the Most High, our Creator. So um, my chapter is, is worded a little different, um, but I just feel like it's really going to be able to help impact people and change people's lives for the better. Um, one of the things to be ignited by faith, I look at it as to release from self-doubt and, and poor decisions. Um, the more you're in your head and second-guessing yourself, the less you're able to move forward. Um, I would say by having the faith uh, in your creator, that will help you move forward, even though you might not have good days all the time. But just remembering who you are and who you are and how you were created, which is you were created beautifully and wonderfully, um, as the word says, that really helps me and has helped me to release the self-doubt on a continual basis. Also, um, to stop, I guess, procrastinating, stop quitting before you even start. I think that really is one of the biggest hindrances for people um, because they believe that they can't do it so they don't even try. So that's one of the things that I touch on as well to at least even if you even if you fail, you still try it and you learn something. So that's one of the things I say when you're ignited by faith, at least try and don't give up on yourself. Wow, wow. Now you said um, yours is written a little differently. So how long did it actually take you to um, write your chapter? Um, actually, my chapter, um, I wasn't going to be a part of the project because, you know, sometimes in our minds we say, well, I'm not going to take on anything. <laughs> this year, um, and that was my my stance because in the last seven months, this will be my, I think, fourth project that I have uh, signed on and completed in about six months um, so as far as book projects. Um, so it started out at the middle of 2020, and I've been on fire ever since. But the chapter actually took me – I um, talked to the Don the night before, right before I think she was doing a cutoff on the authors. And after I made the decision and I spoke to God about it, I woke up the next morning and wrote it on my phone, and it took me about an hour to write that. That is awesome. <laughs> that is really, really neat. So let me ask you this question. Um, do you believe that God has a purpose for our lives because you have purpose in your um, chapter title. I believe everybody has a purpose. It just depends on how you deal with the situations that you have been dealt and handled. And some of them, you know, I am a survivor of different types of abuse. Um, and I have work, have working through that as far as healing and wholeness. And I talk about that in one of my other books that I'm a part of, um, that journey about healing and wholeness, but I feel I feel like even the circumstances that were meant to break us and to tear us down, there's even purpose in that, that you're able to come back stronger, to be more resilient, to be able to testify to other people who may be going through similar situations to let them know that there is hope and restoration even after a valley experience. So I do believe there's purpose uh, in every situation. So I like that you said that um, you had you talked about it in another book. 
So share with us um, about your other book projects that you have been on. Um, yes, my first uh, book project um, I were Trailblazers Who Lead, Unsung Heroes. Um, and my chapter in that book is Triumph Over Tragedy, and that came out in June of 2020. Um, it really talks about, you know, me um, leaving uh, a toxic situation after multiple years and really having to start over with me and my son and what that looked like, you know, for people, just to show people that even when you feel like you have lost everything, you can still start over. God is still on your side, and no matter what, you you don't don't give up on yourself, and you can move forward even in the midst of those situations that were sent to break you. Um, and you will come back even more resilient than ever. And you never know what God has in store um, when you travel over tragedy. Also, another book that I was a part of was Courageous Enough to Launch. Um, that came out in September of 2020, um, and, and my chapter in that was about um, purpose, uh, was about positioning your purpose and not giving up on your vision. Um, that really helped me, um, and it talked about the professional and personal um, excellence, purpose through the pain, manifesting your full destiny, and it talks about the professional and personal part of the journey um, as well because sometimes it's not easy when God puts you in a position um, and what does that look like if you can't give up on yourself and you have to believe the vision that God has given you so you can move forward. So those are two of the projects that I have been a part of. And when you said um, you weren't going to get on any more projects, and I'm listening to you, you were rolling back to back. <laughs> and yeah, your titles I, are awesome. I love the titles. Thank you. I love the titles. Um, tell us a little bit about your um, women's ministry, because if I heard you right, you said We Women Ministry? Um, we Women Ministries, LLC, yes, I, I started that uh, ministry this year, um, and I just had a vision to bring women together from different backgrounds. Um, oftentimes, um, we we can progress as women and move from a certain you know, period in our lives, and sometimes we forget there's other people that are still stuck in those situations. And they might be younger than us or older than us, but I still feel like it is our duty to at least let them know that they don't have to stay stuck, that there is hope, um, that you don't have to live a life defeated. And so my vision is to bring women from, you know, CEOs, directors, uh, publishers, authors, and women who are more established and have their lives more on track, together with women who are disheveled, who are lost, who are trying to find their way to to bridge that gap together because I think if people were more transparent and honest and told the truth about what they have been through and what they have gone through, that it will be able to help um, women who are, are lost um, to give them some type of hope. Um, so I do plan on doing an adult mentorship program with We Women Ministries by pairing women together um, starting in 2021. Um, just, a, you know, even if it's on a smaller scale to start out, 
Um, I have started doing some outreach in the community, which I'm always in the community for something or another, but just really starting to talk to certain women. You just never know what they're going through, and they just might need somebody to listen to them, might need to know what resources are available, and most importantly, just to know that they are loved. Thank you. Thank you for, um, you know, doing that and, you know, carrying out the vision. I was um, sitting here, you know, trying not to bust out laughing when you said, um, you know, if we would just tell the truth, and that's right. If we would tell the truth, others could be healed from our story. And um, I'm glad that you have shared your three to four, um, what is it, chapter stories in an anthology. But let me ask you this question. In you sharing your different stories, did you find a sense of, you know, release, meaning knowing that with me sharing it, I have freed myself and I have freed someone else that needed to hear it? It is. It's a process. I won't say it's overnight, but it is a release. Um, and it has allowed me to start moving forward because sometimes we hold stuff in so long and we don't even realize it until we have to deal with it. And when it's in black and white on paper, you can't take it back. You know, all the time when I'm telling my story, I'm very cognizant and aware that I try not to bash anybody else when I tell my story. Um, that's one thing I, I feel like, you know, God will, will settle the rest so I don't, it's really no need for me to bash anyone else because whatever they did, whatever they, their part was, that's on them. So I'm very cognizant about how I tell my story and that it, it um, is written to help transform somebody else's life, not to bash anybody or not to put anybody else down, but really about my journey. And so that really has helped me not to hold on to pain and anger and hurt, um, but to move forward. Yes, and, you know, that is one of my prayers is that um, we all learn how to move forward in the midst of whatever we have gone through in order to see, you know, the purpose and the plan that God has for our lives. Do you have anyone in your life that was influential in you deciding to write your chapters? Um, one of my biggest biggest uh, supporters and influencers um, is my teenage son, Jordan. He is the apple of my eye and is my one of my strongest supporters um, through thick and thin, and I just really wanted to be able to be whole for him because a lot of time as women and especially as mothers, we are operating at a diminished capacity. And when we're not our best selves, we're not being the best we can be for our children at whatever age that might be. So that really was my biggest um, biggest driving force was to be my best self and best version um, to begin a new life for him and for us. So that brings me to this. Uh, next question, what are you most thankful for? If you could name three things, what would that be? I am, of course, most thankful. I, I really truly believe my son, um, I had him my 
the semester before I was graduate to graduate college, and I only was able to be out for about two weeks because I really wanted to finish school, and he really was the driving force behind me actually going ahead and finish to get my degree. Um, he literally changed my life, and so I'm and saved my life. So I'm very thankful for him always. Ways. Um, the another biggest factor I'm thankful for is is uh, our Creator, my Creator, um, the Most High. Without him in my life, I probably would be, you know, I probably would be dead somewhere, you know, without a question or a shadow of a doubt. Um, and I'm also a thankful to be able to serve in the community because. That really shows me, and it's a humbling experience daily. Um, like today with our, our nonprofit that I work with, um, R3SM, we were able to do a dedicated Bible for a homeowner whose home was almost destroyed in a disaster. Um, just being able to see that the work that you're doing is impacting somebody's life, life on that level to be able to get them back into their home, to restore hope, really puts a different perspective and a bigger view of why we do what we do. Wow, that is, I, I, I am just inspired by hearing you sharing <laughs> um, <Hi>. your story. <laughs> I really am. Ultimately, what do you want readers to gain from reading your chapter that you have in um, the anthology called Finally Free? Um, I would like readers to be able to take a deep perspective and look at themselves and understand no matter what they have been through, what decisions that they have made, that the creator still loves them and wants the best for them, and they can be finally free. They can let go of the past, and even if the past was late at night when they made a terrible decision, but that their life matters, that they are worthy, and that they are loved. Now, you know, someone may um, ask you the question, how can they get past that feeling of, I don't feel like I'm worthy? What would you say to them or, you know, what would you encourage them to do? Well, my background is in psychology. Um, I do have a background in psychology and um, work a lot in the mental health field. I do believe in counseling. I do believe in, you know, although I'm faith-based, I do believe counseling is very important, especially if you have gone through a lot of trauma. Um, NAMI, um, National Alliance of Mental Illness, has a lot of free resources in communities across the country. So I would just encourage people, if they have went through traumatic situations and are having issues processing those situations, because a lot of times it's being able to process and cope and a lot of people aren't doing that very well. I would suggest counseling and free resources in those communities um, that are available. So also just having faith and reading your word along with the counseling and the support groups that are available. You know, there's a lot of free resources that people might not know about when it comes to mental health, and there's nothing wrong with not being okay. There's nothing wrong with needing additional support because, you know, like I know the first time I had went to a counselor after I left my previous situation, the counselor was crying. Wow. And just, you know, just to think about that, that the severity and the depth of hell 
mm-hmm. for people to go through and see you're having to try to function, and what does that look like, and how do you move forward? So I would suggest strongly counseling if you have been through traumatic situations and support groups and just really relying on the word and taking it one day at a time. And there's nothing wrong with asking for help and reaching out um, because it's okay not to be okay. Yes. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, feel like um, or, or just been, you know, kind of put down about going to seek counseling or to, you know, to talk to people. But, you know, mental health is real, and, you know, counselors definitely, to me, can help. And so I was thinking about during this pandemic season, since you mentioned, um, you know, your background is in mental health, um, how, how would a person or what would you tell a person that's actually trying to cope during this um, pandemic season? That's interesting that you should ask me that. I'm actually speaking to a, on an event Saturday for specifically for moms with emerging events and it's online. Um, really? <laughs> really? Mental health, um, mastering your mental health, hoping during the pandemic. So that's actually what I am speaking on uh, this Saturday, um, and it will be able to be shared. One okay. of the things is to be able to truthfully deal with your emotions. I think a lot of times, especially in our community, we are taught to brush everything under the rug, mm-hmm. to keep it to the side. And that's causing you to follow everything up. If you're feeling like you're having a crappy day, you're having a crappy day. If yeah. you're feeling like the sky's falling and nothing is coming together, okay, that's fine. You know, at one point, people ask me, well, how are you doing? I say, I'm not doing the best, and they look shocked. Well, I'm not doing the best. What do you want me to say? <laughs> what do you say? You know, you want me to say I'm doing good to make you feel better? You'll be you'll be strong, and I think that's a pressure that a lot of people have to put on a false sense of everything's okay, everything's okay. No, it's not okay. Deal with the emotions that you're dealing with and walk through that so you won't feel like you are have everything bottled up, and I think that's the one of the biggest things is to adequately deal with your emotions and to handle them appropriately. Yes. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Now, as we get ready to close, what words of encouragement would you like to leave to the listening audience? Wow, it's so much. We we have been through so much this year in 2020 um, with the pandemic, with the virus, with kids being at home, with parents taking a role as teachers and teaching, take, teachers taking a role as parents and everything with the medical field and the workers and the people on the front lines. One of the, the, the things that I would like to leave is be kind to yourself. Every day you're not going to be on 100. Keep putting one foot in front of the other and don't give up. But be kind to yourself. A lot of times we're we're nice and pleasant to other people, but we can beat ourselves up a lot. So that is my biggest thing is just to be kind to yourself. If there's one thing a day that you can do nice for yourself, it doesn't have to be something that you buy, but if that means 30 minutes uninterrupted, if you like to read, if you like to listen to music, 
if you take the long way home, just to do something for yourself each day that grounds you and lets you know that it's going to be okay. And it's going to be okay, even if the bottom drops out and the kids are crazy and your job <laughs> is a mess. You know, I'm yeah. just being real. People are dealing with live situations right now, yeah. like a live, live wild right now. The children yeah. is doing no work. They're flunking out of school. The other ones that's halfway doing it, they cheating off each other. Whatever might be going on, it's going to be okay. Yeah. And the fact that you woke up this morning and a lot of people didn't, that says that you still have purpose, that there is still a plan for your life, and there's there's room for you to push forward. So don't give up. Yes, those are also words of wisdom. Thank you, thank you for sharing that. Share with our listening audience um, any upcoming events or anything that you would like to share as we get ready to close. Um, yes, I'm going to be a part of the Emerge Moms event um, on Facebook. This Saturday um, I'll be speaking on coping during the pandemic with mental health. Also, I'm an ambassador um, with the Success Women's Conference, the Women on Fire. Um, it, that's a conference that um, in October uh, there are over 17,000 viewers worldwide, so it's coming back bigger and stronger January 1st to the 3rd. Uh, registration is free, and it, you can register at successconference.info, uh, and it's free registration. We're still taking vendors, uh, speakers. Um, you know, it's a lot of great opportunities, but if you just want to register, the registration is free. Um, so that really, that conference really changed my life, and I, it impacted me to want to be an entrepreneur, to be an author, and a, a, among a lot of other things. So please check it out. So I'm just very thankful and grateful about that with R3SM. We do have a, you can uh, check us out at www.r3sm.org, um, and you can look at our different programs, but also uh, we're looking for partners. Uh, with our 301 Club for people who would like to um, give back for as we rebuild our community. Well, I, when I said you wear a lot of hats, <laughs> you just added on some more stuff. <laughs> but I am super excited for you. Would you like to um, share your contact information um, if someone would like to purchase the book from you? I know once the book goes, um, up on Amazon. They can get it from Amazon, but I like to make sure that they reach out to the authors first. Um, yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for asking. Um, I can be reached on Facebook and LinkedIn at Mavis Creer, um, and also on Instagram at Mavis A. Love, and you can reach me that way. Also, you can reach me at MavisCreerMedia at gmail.com. On behalf of Gospel Time Machine, AGD Publishing, we here at Authors Chat with Allison would like to thank you for taking time out to spend your day with us. Wishing you much success and blessings on your journey. Peace, Allison. Thank you. Thank you.